Okay, guys, welcome to this week's weekly update. This is from the 25th of September to yesterday, the 1st of October. We're going to be looking right across the whole market. Interesting news this week, the tide has turned. <laughs> and I'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> but one week doesn't make a trend, remember. Um, and also, did you notice the economy grew? In the last quarter by 0.2%. So we're not an officially we're not officially in a recession. Oh, the media maybe failed to report that. Um, that doesn't go with a remit, does it? Anyway, apparently we're not officially in recession because the economy grew by 0.2% uh, last quarter. Um, so recession is two successive quarters of negative growth. So we're not officially in recession, as well as the Bank of England was actually saying. So I think it's a case that the Bank of England is forecasting we might go into recession. So I think might go into recession might be the easier phrase to use. Let's talk about the five property market in the last week and how this reflects on where things are going. And also, we're going to be talking about some of the things about rental red flags, house price index. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about the wealth creation show, as well as what's coming onto the market, what's been sold in the week, and also keys handed over, what prices are actually going for in certain areas of Fife. Okay, uh, let's kick off, uh, and we'll look at the numbers for the week. Uh, interestingly enough, I'm good, I've got the I've got the monthly numbers here as well, so this will be quite good uh, to actually look at overall. Look at the week. Wow, there is a complete undersupply as opposed to what's been sold. So demand has outstripped supply quite significantly. You can see in the Cooper area, seven properties actually went on, 12 properties went sold. East Nook, six went on, 13 sold in that week. St Andrews, five went on, seven sold. Leavenmouth, 13 versus 13. Even Dunfermline, 61 versus 69. Glenrothes, 15 versus eight. But remember, Glenrothes has always been a bit more buoyant. So it's a wee bit round the other way. And Kirkcaldy outstripping its demand, outstripping supply again, 26 versus 32. Does this mean that the boom times are coming? Who knows? <laughs> keep, keep an eye out on my reports anyway, for that reason. Uh, let's look at the, the monthly numbers. This is the, the revelation. So the, the, this is the four weeks combined all together by what's actually happened in the month. And actually, this shows the picture, the true picture of what's happened in the last month. Um, here we are here. You can see every single area, apart from Leavenmouth, has actually um, under demand. See Glenrothes, how that's 98%, so even Stevens. So even though when you saw this in Glenrothes here, 15 versus 8 last week, so in other words, more properties came on, more properties sold, every other week has actually been a lot more actually sold than there was actually come on. Um, so it's all quite stable. It is a really stable market. Um, you can see there as well, we'll jump back to the monthly one again, the weekly one again, 154, 133 actually came on. That's quite normal for the number of properties coming on in the five market, 133 to 140. Um, 154 is quite excessive uh, in terms of the numbers. Uh, and then the monthly ones, as I said, when you look at Cooper, 52 versus 45, East Nuke, 28 versus 25. So all quite stable markets. St Andrews, 75% demand. Um, that's not surprising. That's quite typical. Leavemouth again outstripping. That's basically because Leavemouth is a very, very affordable area. And you do have the train station also coming there as well. And a huge amount of investment, over £100 million going into the Leavemouth area uh, over the next two or three years. Uh, Dunfermline, 74% demand. Dunfermline seems to always uh, lag behind um, I think it's to do with a lot of new builds getting built, and that isn't reflected in the sold figures here. 
Um, so a lot of people probably selling up to move into new builds. Uh, Glenrothes 62 versus 61, even Stevens for Glenrothes. Glenrothes is a really good market as well. Um, interestingly enough, um, when I did the when, when I was sitting in the housing partnership committee um, in the early 2000s to 2010. Uh, representing uh, private landlords' interests um, on the strategic housing partnership with Fife Council, um, w- it was actually identified that Glenrothes is the was one of the most high highest pressured area for housing in the whole of Fife, um, and at, at that time it was second outside the St Andrews. So it tells you that Glenrothes is a real boom area as well. Uh, lots of I've, I've got I've got a true belief that Glenrothes has still got a lot of mileage to go and and, and leave mouth as well to catch up. Um, we're still looking at um, uh, average prices. I'll talk about this um, average uh, um, salaries to average prices in Fife and the multiplier and how how I believe that is the uh, that where the, that's where the figures are. And Fife has still got a lot to give in terms of prices or house prices and um, affordability. Um, so overall, in the month of September, uh, six hundred seventy nine actually came on and five hundred seventy one sold. Um, we're approaching round about um, eight hundred properties on the market for a sale over the whole of Fife. Remember, that's significantly more than there was six months ago, which is about 550. So there still is a huge oversupply of properties in the market, but not an oversupply in comparison to where we were before pre-pandemic times, which is about 1,000 to 1,200 properties on the market. Um, so we've still got a lot to go. Um, if you've got 800 properties on, you're selling 6,500 a year. Um, I'll work that out for you in terms of numbers uh, just now, just get my week calculator out. And I'll tell you the average weeks to sell um, is 800 divided by 6500 equals that, multiplied by 52 equals uh, just about six and a half weeks. Six and a half to seven weeks to sell on average. Um, So we're not at the four weeks to sell. So if you do think your house is going to be flying off the shelf in the next few days after just being listed, be more realistic, please. Um, If you get it, fantastic. If you don't, you need to be more realistic. And it's a, it genuinely is a wee bit more time to wait over a month, about six weeks to seven weeks to actually sell a house on average just now. So if your house is above average and it's keenly priced, then it'll probably go a lot quicker. Um, if it's if it's kind of below average and need a bit of work on it, there's a lot more for people to choose on potentially in your price point as well. That's a really good one to look up the websites and actually look in your area. For example, if you're in Leaven, uh, look and leave in, and if your house has been valued at 100,000, then look at every property from 80 to 120,000, and then you'll see what your property is like in comparison to these ones that are currently on and available for sale. And that'll give you a really good idea if there's going to be a lot of demand for your type of property. Uh, don't be biased. I know it's your house, and everybody thinks their house is the most wonderful house in the market, but you've got to look at it through the eyes of a buyer for the first time and what they see and how they see your house presented on the internet and on websites. That's a really important key here, how it's presented, because that is the first time anybody will see your property. It's when it actually goes on a video, when it goes on social media, when it goes in photographs, when it goes in the description. So how is it described? How is it presented? Is it nice and bright photographs? Is it welcoming? Does it look inviting? Does it look uh, Does it look decluttered? All these different things make a fundamental difference to it if, somebody, if someone will inquire or not about your property. So it's important it's presented in the right way, and that's all down to getting the right stage and with the right marketing and the right results, as well as the end result, which is the most important thing. It's not the fee, remember. It's the end result, because every estate agent can get a different result at the end with the exact same property and the exact same buyer. 
it's all it's all down to how well they are at negotiating and how strong they are at negotiating. I'll be honest, if an estate agent comes into you and you say, can you do it for cheaper? And they go, yes, I can. What do you think they're going to do with your for sale <laughs> when your sale price, when 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 they actually go to negotiate with a buyer? That's probably exactly the same thing they're going to do with a buyer. So you've got to be wary of things like that. The most important thing you should be asking an estate agent is how much do you achieve for this type of property in this area over and above the home report at this point in time, or maybe over your numbers the whole of last year. Um, we track that information all the time. And if you ask, that's comparing oranges with oranges, you see, because it's 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 the case that you're asking that same question to every single estate agent based on last year's figures, January to December, how much did you achieve over the home report for this type of property or property, your properties in this area? And they'll be able, you should be able to tell you that in terms of percentages, should be able to tell you in terms of monetary figure as well. Remember monetary, because you could have a, an agent that sells a hundred a property at a hundred thousand, for example, and they sell all their properties for a hundred thousand, they get twenty thousand more, and they tell you it's twenty percent more. And you go, wow, twenty percent on four hundred thousand. No, 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 no. It only represents twenty thousand pound extra. See how it's done? There's a thing called there's a thing in uh, uh, well in political <laughs> circles it's called lies, damn lies, and statistics. You can make anything sound as good as you want it to be. So make sure you find out it's in percentage and make sure you find out what that is in monetary terms as well. Because if they're selling houses at below your value of your house, then that percentage will 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 be a lot less in monetary terms in terms of what your house is. And so that's two key indicators you should be asking an estate agent when you get them in the door about what their performance is. It's not the number of properties they sell in the area. That's not the most important thing. The most important thing is how much more than the home report do they get for your, will they get for your property at that price point in percentage and in monetary terms, pounds, shillings and pence. Anyway, okay, let's talk about, um, let's talk about um, back to our, our figures. So back to the monthly figures here. Uh, let's have a wee look in here. Um, this is what's actually sold so far. Now, this for us last week. Uh, the reason I tell you about what's sold, as I said before, most people don't understand. Um, so I keep telling everybody why I'm telling you this. This isn't to gloat or anything like that. This is to give you an idea of what, what that type of property is selling for at the price point it's selling for. And, and if, it's, if it's a price point that it's attractive for your type of property because you've got a similar property to this one in the area, then and if that's a good price point for you then you probably need to get in touch with us because we could probably get that that figure for you as well or or above um i'll be honest most properties are still going for over the home report value at this point in time in the area um but they're not as significant as they were last year in terms of the price points because all the price points remember have caught up so what's happening is if it was maybe a hundred thousand last year and it was sold for one hundred twenty thousand, and you've got the exact same property then your property is now worth one hundred twenty thousand. So you shouldn't expect another twenty percent over that, because that twenty percent was added on to last year's, and um, so you'd be one hundred twenty thousand. So that's why you're probably just getting a wee bit more than what you are, because all the prices have flowed through now, and all the evidence is through as well. And so that's another key thing to remember, um, and be realistic about about where you are. Um, if that if, if you can't get your head around that, um, then please feel free to speak to him about it, or or just give him a wee message. Uh, and then I'll catch up with you probably during the week or something like that. Uh, more than happy to explain this in a bit more detail so you understand. Uh, after all, it's mo the most important thing. The most important thing in your house sale is your biggest tax-free asset. The most important thing you should know is to get the facts about where you stand right now and what the valuation of your house is and how likely is it to sell and when it's likely to sell in terms of weeks and, and, and months and, 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 and 
who most likely is the market to be and what do you think it possibly could achieve? Because then that will then give you, I mean, we don't have a crystal ball, to be honest, but we can give you a good idea about what things are going for in your area. Um, but the most important thing is then it allows you to make decisions based on facts rather than opinions um, for your future. It is your biggest tax-free asset. Why would you not get the facts before you make decisions? That's the key. A lot of people actually say, oh, well, I'll wait and I'll get you out later on when I'm ready to go. It's like, no, 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 no. If you're doing any improvements and you're thinking about doing it right, you know, over the next two or three months, get us out now. Get us out now so we can tell you what you should be doing and where you can add the most significant value. Um, and that's if you can add the most significant value in certain areas, you won't be spending. A classic example is I went out um, maybe a few months ago to someone in the East Nuke area, uh, and they said, um, I've been advised I, I should really be changing the ensuite in the bedroom. And I walked into the ensuite straight away and I went, how much is it going to cost you? And they went, well, £6,000. And I went, you're joking. I says, if you change this ensuite, there's no way you're going to get £6,000 back out of it. I says, I'll be honest with you. You don't need to change it at all. All you need to do is strip all the all the silicon off, uh, regrate the tiles, uh, the, the the tiles, uh, and then clean up all the base, and then probably put a bit of um, a, a new bit of vinyl down, and that's it. It was sold in one day for a record price. They saved themselves six thousand pound in the process because they took the advice way before the start of the journey. Now, in the classic case of what we're getting now, is people say, "I'll wait till I'm, you know, I'll wait till I'm ready." If that was the case and they had waited till they were ready, what would have happened is that they would have got me out when they'd done the ensuite and said, we just spent £6,000 on our ensuite. And I'm like, you're never going to get that back because um, that's just no, that's no cost effective. Um, so the best advice is to get someone out at the earliest possible opportunity so you know you can get the facts to make decisions to do what you need to do to the property. It might be the case you don't need to do anything to the property, but at least you know and then you can wait till the time's right till you need to do something. Anyway, hopefully that's actually helped you. Um, let's talk about the numbers again, and let's pop back to what we've got over the line this week. So over the line this week, and we'll talk about what's coming soon as well. Uh, over the line this week, uh, we have got, um, this is, and I'll just pop it in the bottom. This is Swallow Crescent Buckhaven. Uh, this was a three-bedroom mid-terraced house, uh, and it was listed, it offers over 110,000. And that property is now away. So the Bird Scheme in Buckhaven, if you've got a three-bedroom mid-terraced house, they are going for offers over 110000 uh, at this point. Um, so that will give you a good indication about valuation of your property if you've got something similar. Um, you can go on our website as well. You can still see all the information for this if, if you want to drill in and see all the details for this property. So you can pop on our website and have a look. Uh, the next one it was sold in the week uh, was uh, Main Street in Springfield, um, just outside Cooper. It was sold in uh, 10 days, um, and it was a four-bedroom N-terrace house, um, and it was listed offers for 220000 That is a way as well. Uh, the next one was Skeith Road, uh, finally over the line in Cellar Dyke, a two-bedroom upper apartment, and this was on offers over 190000 and it is gone. So two-bedroom upper apartments in the Skeith Road area, in the in the Silver Dykes area, actually, Silver Dykes development, and Silver Dyke, they are selling for 190 to 200,000, possibly a wee bit more. Um, so that'll give you a good indication about what two bedroom properties, um, two bedroom apartments are selling for in that area. Uh, finally, the one for here, uh, Jamie Anderson Place in St Andrews. It was sold in 10 days as well. A two bedroom semi-detached house, um, it had a dining kitchen, that wee, that wee um, uh, box room at the front was actually in, right in here, that wee room there. 
was actually um, opened up into the kitchen and it made the kitchen a big long uh, galley style with a dining kitchen with a dining area on the end and then it also had a conservatory off the back this was over 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 240,000. This was sold and two other people missed out on this property. So if you've got a property in the Jamie Anderson Place area or thereabouts, Round Hill Road, things like that, you know, Kilrymont Place, um, all the way around there, if you've got um, one of these properties uh, in that area, um, they are selling very, very well, offers over 240,000. There is two other people that missed out on this one. So if you need, if you've got one, then get in touch with us. We'll have people waiting for these types of properties. Uh, let's talk about coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. Um, we'll get onto that. What's coming soon? Uh, quickly, I'll just jump onto this one before I come back to coming soon. Watch out for that one. Rental red flags. So Richard and I did this yesterday. You've probably seen it this morning with the show ran as well. Um, how to avoid problem tenancies and create the perfect letting uh, in Fife. Um, this was all about uh, check checklists and uh, how to make sure you have a compatibility checklist. Also, how to uh, insist on face-to-face -face viewings and the reason why. Now, remember, this is a four-minute read on this article. But what Richard and I are doing, we are actually going through this for, for an hour on a podcast and also on a show, actually explaining to you with our personal experience and our wisdom about what we've uh, done over the years. I mean, I've done this for 30 years, been in the property investment market as a landlord, as a letting agent um, as, as, and an investor now. Um, and Richard's been, a, been a, a letting agent for the last 12 years. Um, so, so we've been given our personal insight into this and to help you. So if you're just starting out in your journey for buy to let or property investment, uh, you're getting first-hand experience from people that are very, very experienced in this industry and have a, 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 an excellent track record, I don't say so myself. And the reason I say that is because we have been the number one letting agent in Fife since 2009, every single year. About 12 years on the trot, we have been number one estate agent in Fife, voted for by our customers. Um, over a 98% approval rating um, for what we do as letting agents. Um, uh, and so we'll talk about that and why you should be preparing detailed inventories, inspection reports. Um, the inventory one's a really good one. I show classic examples of, of times where you, even though you prepare an inventory, you can actually get caught out and actually be just forced to uh, hand the deposit back to the tenant, um, even though you've got damage to your property. Um, so there's really good insights into there if you're a, if you're a landlord. Uh, you could listen to the show in the podcast, it's on the link on this post. Uh, you could watch the show online if you want as well on YouTube. It's on the link on the post again. Uh, or you could just read the article for more insight into what's going on. Read the article. If you think if you think it's interesting, you want a personal insight into it, please feel free to do that. What's going to be coming soon? Let me talk about what's coming soon. Just quickly jump into that. Dunedin Park in Balmoral, a two-bedroom semi-detached bungalow. Yep. Um, we'll just talk about hen's teeth as soon as we mention bungalows. I'll take a drink here. So, bungalows, few and far between, don't get built very often now um, because they're very, very expensive um, to build in comparison to what the builders can make out a profit of a, of a, a basically a house or a semi-detached house or a terraced house. Um, so, the two-bedroom semi-detached bungalow in Dunedin Park and Balmolo's coming on, uh, Dundonald Park and Carden Den, three-bedroom semi-detached house, uh, Kelsey House Achter Mukte, a two-bedroom upper apartment. Um, Church Street in Buckhaven, a six-bedroom detached house. Um, Bankino Avenue in Tayport, a three-bedroom semi-detached house is coming on. Main Street in West Wains, uh, a one-bedroom bungalow, another bungalow coming on. Uh, um, Cribs, Anshrother, um, that's a four-bedroom semi-detached house is coming on as well. If there's any of these properties that actually appeal to you at this point in time, message us direct. You can register your interest. 
when we get more details, when we're when because we're we're bringing it on, it's all signed up. That's why I'm talking about it right now. So when it comes to the pre-portal, we might give you advance notice. We usually will. We'll give you advance notice when the pre-portal is getting done. So you'll be in a position to do something about it when it actually goes live. And um, we are possibly getting into a boom situation again. You can see the numbers there. The demand is outstripping supply this week. And it could be like that the next week as well. As people begin to realize that, you know, utility bills are not going to be as much as they think. Possibly base rates are maybe not going to move up as high as they think as well because inflation is going to be under control a wee bit more. Um, don't know about the mini budget and how that's affected things. We did talk about that during the week in our show, Richard and I, um, and in terms of how that affects the economy. They might have to increase base rates in order to support the pound, but the pound is up at one $1.1 and €1.1 euro, um, in the exchange rate. Now, it was €1.1 euro six months ago, so we didn't increase base rates at that time. So the euro is under control. Uh, the dollar... Hopefully it'll recover this week, um, which might actually mean that we'll be okay and base rates won't need to rise for that reason. And inflation will be under control for that reason. The reason inflation goes up is because we start if the dollar is weak, weaker against the uh, if the pound's weaker against the dollar, it's dearer for us to buy in goods and services um, or for for um, for uh, assembling in this country. Therefore, it makes our products dearer in this country. Therefore, it makes our prices go up. Therefore, it causes inflationary pressure. Um, that's the reason why. That's why you want to have a good, um, strong currency. Um, not too strong, because it makes your exports then dearer to everyone else. So there's a fine balance in that there. Um, okay, uh, next one I'm going to talk about. Uh, Zupa house prices. I'm going to talk about what's over the line as well in a minute and give you an idea of what price points are going for. Uh, I actually did uh, a Zupa UK house price index report um, this week. The, it's on the post, the, the blog, the show, the podcast, um, and the information as well. Um, the interestingly enough, um, we are still sitting at uh, uh, the UK average house price is £292,118. Um, the, um, the average salary to UK house price is 9.4 times this, the average salary. Now, let's compare that against in Scotland, where the average price of a house in Scotland is 192966 so the average salary in Scotland compared to the average house price is 6.22. See, that's how, how that's more affordable. 6.22 versus 9.42 in the whole of the UK. Um, I mean, London itself is 525,000 as an average house price. Um, Scotland's 192,966. It's less than half. So Scotland's far more affordable. But what about Fife? Fife's 168,599 pounds. That's the average price, which is a 5.43 multiplier. Now, at the credit crunch, the average multiplier, in other words, salary to house price, was about nine. And five still at 5.43, and Scotland still at, still at 6.22. So what does it tell you about the mileage and how much more house prices can go up in Scotland, and especially five as well, and still be quite tolerant? In terms of the rest of the in the rest of the UK, because they're nine point four two on average, and 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 I, I would imagine England will be a lot higher because you're stripping out. If you strip out Scotland and you as well, because Scotland's less than that, then then England would be a lot higher. So therefore, the multiplier in England is really probably about ten or eleven, which makes England completely unaffordable. Which is why the 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 UK government has actually taken the decision to to um, um, put the exemption up for stamp duty. 
um, up, up up significantly for first time buyers and also for for resellers as well and, and buyers rebuyers. Um, and the reason for that is to stimulate the housing market. We don't necessarily need that in Scotland at this point in time because it's still affordable to buy in Scotland in terms of the multiplier. I mean, obviously, you're not expected to buy the average house straight away on your first time buy, um, but you're expected to upgrade from another house that you bought in the beginning, which which exponentially moves up at the same time proportionally in comparison to the price point to the to the to the house that you want to move up to next. So you're just on the ladder and you're just upgrading every time, but you're upgrading proportionally because because the house price has moved up, but you're moving from to the to the, the same proportion to the one that you're moving up to. So it keeps it on a like for like basis. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, please feel free to contact me. Um, so that's on there as well, talking about the housing market and talking about how uh, demand has dropped, but it's not less than the five-year average. Um, and and sales, the number of sales agreed has dropped in comparison to the previous quarters, um, but it's not less than the five-year average. Um, the flow of new supply has dropped, but it's not less. It's Well, it's, it's a wee bit more than what the five-year average is, but it's only 4% more. Um, and the number of stock, for homes for sale than the five-year average is still 21% less than the five-year average. And that's what I'm saying to you about. We've got 800 properties right across five for sale, but it's less than the five-year average, uh, significantly less, which was about 1,200. Um, in the credit crunch, it was 2,900. So long way to go. Um, I don't think there's too much to worry about, but the, the key message out of this is you'll have to wait probably a lot longer to sell your house than you did before because there's more properties in the market, plus the fact there's a wee bit less demand because people are genuinely concerned. Um, and certain groups of people are genuinely concerned about that. Um, so if you want to if you want to watch the update in the Zoopla, it's on the link as well. You can watch it or listen to the podcast. Uh, completed and over the line, um, just talk about a couple of these ones here. Carlton Crescent actually completed last week. This is where I can tell you what it went for in terms of price point. A three-bedroom, semi-detached house in Glenrothes actually sold in two weeks. Um, and it sold for 4% over the home report value, and it's over £165,000 at Carlton Crescent and Glenrothes. So it shows you how much it's going for, but it also shows you how much over the home report um, people are now beginning to pay and people are now beginning to accept. And this goes back to my saying about last year, 20% over, but the new price that you've got in your existing property when you put it on now represents the increase of the 20%. So you're, you're obviously getting a wee bit more, but you're not getting the 20% you got before. Uh, again, hopefully that makes sense. Uh, Randolph Street in Buckhaven, two-bedroom upper apartment. Uh, two-bedroom upper apartment, Randolph Street in Buckhaven, sold for £60,000. Um, now, that was a good price point for these types of properties. And that was in the the, the um, previous, I, I think, the, the, the premises used to be, uh, it was either the co-op or the wonder store before. Maybe somebody can actually pick me up on that. Um, I'm sure it was the, I'm sure it was the co-op. Um, before um, that building and then it was converted into a number of flats and apartments at that time uh, and one of these I've actually just sold recently for £60,000 so that's a that's a good that's a good sale for there uh, another two or three here as well Shuttlefield and Newborough uh, four bed mid terrace house um, that has sold for 3% over the home report for £215,000 again you can see the prices they're going for uh, Scarabine Crescent in Glenrothes um, Four-bedroom detached house, uh, it sold in, uh, in four weeks, actually, at that time, uh, for 4% over the home report value at £259,000. One other person missed out on that property, actually. And Dunna Callan, Williamson Place in Toll Road in Cellar Dyke, three-bedroom semi-detached house, sold for 4% over the home report value, uh, 285500 
uh, Claybury's and St Andrews. Um, uh, that actually sold for four hundred twenty thousand. Uh, that was actually the home report price. So it shows you it's reflective of the current market as it is now. So um, four bed detached house and it sold uh, for four hundred twenty thousand. One other person missed out on that. Um, so that gives you a real good indication about what properties are going for at this point in time. And hopefully that will help you make decisions. Because if you've got a house in the market now and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get an astronomical amount over. Well, you just heard these numbers. Uh, that's kind of where they're going for the now. Um, so you've got to be think about and be realistic about where you are in terms of in terms of what you're thinking. Um, okay. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is tomorrow. Richard and I are going to be on the Wealth Creation Show. We are going to be talking about the seven different types of income streams. The article is already written and our script is all written down. <laughs> Took a wee while to put that all together. Uh, but we're actually going to be talking about seven different types of income streams. They are active and passive income streams, active and passive in, uh, income streams, uh, diversification, earned income, uh, profit income, interest income, dividend income, and rental income, and capital gains income as well. We're going to be giving our own personal insights into them. Remember, this is all about my experience that I've gained over the last 30 years, investing uh, and creating huge amounts of wealth um, over, the, over the last 30 years. And all I'm doing is, is is using that information, putting it in here, we're putting it into a show and giving you all that information for free. Um, there's an upsell clearly here. Hopefully you'll come to us, you'll get us to invest and you'll maybe invest in property. You'll maybe use us to let the property and that's all it really is. Um, plus I'm building a bank for of information for my children and my grandchildren and stuff like that in years to come because the content I'm providing just now is timeless content, so it'll be it'll be just as useful in 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 100 years' time um, because it's all timeless content I'm, I'm doing about um, about how to do that, about how to generate all these different types of income streams. Um, so tune in tomorrow, Wealth Creation Show, 12.30. It will be going live. If you've got any questions you want to ask, please feel free to do that. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Nick. Um, just for your comments, great insight as always. The media are typically exaggerating doom and gloom on the economy and are now doing the same with housing. We all need to remember Fife's a great place for a home uh, or a holiday um, and that will not change in the medium to long term. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your comments. I appreciate that. Uh, my instant valuation tool is on here as well. Take the opportunity to uh, plug into that. It is there for your benefit. It gives you an instant valuation on your property. It's Sometimes it's an exact science because you've got the exact same property as maybe one down the street that's sold and they've got the information for it. And the algorithm works out and knows exactly what the price of your property should be in on a home report anyway. Um, and then sometimes it might not be this, as that accurate, but it's easy enough for us to then follow up with you and then give you a real good idea about what it is based on the information you can tell us. Um, that's really in a, in a nutshell. Now, it will give an instant valuation for a sales figure and it will also give you an instant valuation for a rental figure as well. So if you're a landlord, an investor, or a tenant, and you want to know what the price is for the rent for your property or your type of property or a property you could be buying or a property you're in just now as a tenant, then click on the link, put the address in, and you'll get an information there, and it'll tell you the price points. Um, it's got three different price points on it, top, middle, and bottom. Top's mint condition, move in, nothing to do. Middle's move in, maybe change the kitchen, bathroom, decorate throughout the years. The bottom one is clearly kitchen, bathroom, and decoration carpets need done now. Uh, that's it. That's it, guys. Uh, hopefully, I give you a real good insight into the five property market and overall in general in terms of the economy, because I've covered that a wee bit more as well. And uh, until next time, and until the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow at 12.30, bye-bye from me.